0: The inflammatory process wields immense destructive power, but it can be tamed. In those of us unlucky enough to develop an autoimmune disease, a small number of signaling molecules can orchestrate a widespread attack against the skin, joints, and entire organs. The goal of treatment is to disrupt the immune system's lines of communication and thereby lessen the attack. One way to do this is with biologic medications, such as Enbrel, Humira, and Stellara. These medications work by targeting and blocking specific inflammatory mediators that tell the rest of the immune system to wage war against the body. Yet, medication is not the only tool we have. It is also possible to curb these same inflammatory mediators in other ways, such as through supplements and dietary changes that address the underlying causes of an immune system in disarray. That is the goal of the Keystone approach. The strategies outlined in this book build on the latest findings about the role of gut inflammation and the microbiome in psoriasis and arthritis. The rate of new scientific discoveries in this arena is staggering. In just the past three years, Dozens of studies have unearthed extraordinary new insights into the factors that spur inflammation and what we can do to shift the dial on the immune system from disease to health. The Keystone Approach is your guide to this new scientific frontier, providing an impartial, balanced analysis of a vast number of recent studies. These research findings are then translated into simple, actionable steps that address the underlying causes of inflammation but first the story of my own battle against autoimmunity my story a doctor first suspected that i had psoriatic arthritis when i was 18 at the time my only symptoms were mild back pain and a small patch of psoriasis but i understood that if i did indeed have psoriatic arthritis it could become much worse This form of arthritis affects up to 30% of people with psoriasis and can become debilitating. Six months after the pain began, I noticed that it seemed a little better when I avoided bread and pasta, so I insisted on a celiac test. The test showed that I did indeed have celiac disease, and after completely eliminating gluten from my diet for several months, my psoriasis and back pain mostly resolved. It appeared that I did not have psoriatic arthritis after all. I went on to complete a degree in biochemistry and molecular biology, and then law school, with only minor aches and pains, which I attributed to the physical toll of too much time stuck at a desk. By my mid-twenties, after several years of working nonstop at a big law firm in New York, my pain returned with a vengeance. My shoulders, knees, hips, and lower back were constantly painful, and joints seemed to dislocate with the slightest provocation. The possibility of psoriatic arthritis was quickly brushed away. I had very little psoriasis, no joint stiffness or swelling, and no blood markers of arthritis. I simply did not fit the old-fashioned textbook definition. I was given a wide range of diagnoses by various specialists and offered all manner of pain medications. After experiencing severe side effects from these medications, I elected to focus on physical therapy. I hoped that with enough perseverance, my muscles could eventually stabilize my joints. I spent five years religiously devoted to physical therapy, wanting to believe that my recovery was just around the corner. It was not. By age 30, the pain in my sacroiliac joints in the lower back was so severe that I started having great difficulty walking more than a few blocks or sitting for more than 15 minutes. I had pain flare-ups that kept me housebound for weeks at a time. I tried various injections and anti-inflammatory medications, but nothing...